0: Our grog. I've got a small window of opportunity to edit this thing this week, so no talking over each other and no fucking swearing.
1: Oh God, I'm not going to speak. <laughs> 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 right, here we go.
2: <laughs> hey everyone, it's a Sideshow Podcast with me, Peter Fickling, and Kerry- <laughs> hey everyone, it's a a Podcast with me, Peter Fickling, Carrie Warbis, and Matthew Weir. Warbis is back, back from Australia, um, full of. Um, wine and spirits last night.
0: Oh, yeah. was is back. Kerry, how are you doing?
1: I was going to ask, how are things in goat world?
0: <laughs> is that the new attraction at Bridge Farm?
1: <laughs> well, Tony asked it, didn't he?
0: I mean, they've got a lot of things to do at this open day. So I think the latest one is they just strap loads of terrified kids to manic goats and then push them off across the fields.
1: Did you hear Tony said he was polishing his
0: fortune or something what was that all about i don't know but but he said i made a note of that yeah giving his fortune a once over because he was going to show it off i said god knows what it is is that what he calls it it?
1: is it his knob
2: (laughs) 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 guys let's get an ad in before (laughs) talk of tony's junk gets um puts people off too much Uh, because you know i don't think tony's knob is big box office Right, for the five of you who are left listening after thinking about Tony <laughs> and Venus, um, Kerry, you for once did find um, Tony an engaging and potentially um, interesting character this week.
1: Oh, God, yes. I was cheering him. Oh, it was great, wasn't it? There were two times, two incidences of Pat being shouted at. Or oh, was there three, actually? Did Helen as well, a little bit, because Lee shouted at her.
2: Sorry to be pedantic, but we're talking about within the show because I think Pat gets shouted at by about 4 million people every week. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes. Yeah. Um, but I loved Tony sort of going, I, for one, don't blame him. You have overstepped the mark. Talk about meddling mother. Ooh. And and when he said uh, they, they just don't agree with you and you've got to allow them to not agree with you, you never know, love. When he said, love, you might even be wrong. <laughs> that was, yeah. he was, Yeah. He took yeah. his life into his own hands, didn't
0: he? Scalding hot soup launching itself across the kitchen.
2: I don't think I've ever done that laugh before in my entire life. <laughs> I don't know what it was. I think it just that's just the, the joy of thinking about Pat getting told to do one.
0: Yeah. It was quite flimsy as well, wasn't it, to say, look, I've spoken to your father and he thinks the best thing you can mm. do is come and live with us. And then two seconds later, Tony's like, what? I did what? I said, eh? Hey, huh?
1: Yeah, because he said, I, 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 I didn't agree to this. And then Pat had a right cob on and said, "You could, you might have backed me in there, Tony."
2: I do like the oh, fact she's... that Pat was trying to turn herself into the uh, Reverend John Wayne Gary Wayne from um, in, in, uh, you know the young uh, from Kimmy Schmidt, uh, you know the idea he's going she was gonna kind of create an underground bunker for Helen uh, <laughs> and her family to retreat into. I mean, I didn't go for Joseph Fritzl; so I could have done.
0: <laughs> I was once in the triangle in Bristol on a visit back from Dublin, and there was a lad singing, for some reason, there's only one Joseph Fritzl. And I, to this day, I can't figure out why he was singing that.
2: <laughs> I mean, it's true. I mean, you'd say what you like about Joseph Fritzl, he is pretty unique.
0: Yeah, they broke the mould.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> it was bloody disappointing when Tony then apologised, though, which was very shortly after, wasn't it?
0: It's inevitable, though, isn't it?
1: Mm, he could have strung it strung it out for a week.
2: <laughs> Did you like the way that Pat, uh, even when she said she was going to go and apologise, it sounded like you, it was it sounded like a threat? You know, I'm off to apologise. Oh my god, I wouldn't want to be on the end of one of those.
1: When she said that, Tony went, oh, "Don't go marching in there shouting about Titchener." So he was e- he was even sort of <laughs> reining her in then as well.
0: Hey, tell me something. Did you pick up on this in relation to Tony in Sunday's episode? Because he was in the shop and then he came to meet Helen and mm. Pat and Lee. Why was Ambridge the village of the damned this week?
1: Oh, okay.
0: Who did Tony get talking to and about what?
1: Well, he was talking to Jim, wasn't he, about sweets <laughs> and the greenness of things.
0: But when he showed up at Bridge Farm, he said I got stuck talking to X about Y. What was it?
2: Gary, we're being we're being revealed now for (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) For not paying any attention.
0: He got stuck talking to Barry about
1: his rats scabies. You are having a fucking laugh. That did not happen.
0: (laughs) And I can't work out if he said I was talking about talking, stuck talking to Barry about his rat scabies or Mm -hmm. his rats scabies. So whether the rat is called scabies or whether his rat has scabies, it wasn't clear. But that's that's the damned connection.
2: Rat scabies was Dominic Rab's call sign when he was um, deputy prime minister. That's what Mi
0: (laughs) Five (laughs) said. Massive apologies to, what's his real name? Christopher Miller, isn't it? Ratscabies. In, in The Damned. The drummer in The Damned, isn't it? Yeah. There you go. There's a, we went down a rat hole there. <laughs> Sorry, everyone.
1: That, def- that definitely happened. I think you've had one of those special cookies or something. It's important to
2: remember, everyone, that um, drugs are legal in Portugal, fully legal.
1: Anyway. Whether or not that influenced your decision to live there is another matter. I had no idea before i arrived well
2: that's the reverse of me when i moved to um southeast london and i was sitting in the pub with my mates and then one of them went oh you know um, you know you're moving to a dry estate i was like what and they're like yeah, yeah yeah, there's no pubs there it was like a, a so i'd moved to the one part of southeast london where there was no pubs i was absolutely distraught this is back in the good old days when i was drinking my own weight and lager every day
1: god
0: yeah I'm not there anymore.
1: Pubs everywhere where I live.
0: Has your local reopened yet, Kerry?
1: Yes, it has reopened. Yes. Friends of the deceased have... I don't know why I'm laughing. Um, <laughs> no. Just, just that the listeners would not have been expecting me to say that. I don't, it's nervous laughter, I suppose. Yeah, they, they reopened it. Still don't know the full deets on that one. But anyway. Yes.
0: I mean, we should point out that the owner of Kerry's local came on holiday to Porto And died in mysterious circumstances.
1: so did his girlfriend.
0: I have a theory on what happened to them, but uh, I've told you that, Carrie. Yeah,
1: you have. I agree as well. (laughs) We digress slightly. How do we link that to anything?
2: Dodgy pubs. So is Dennis the worst character? Because I think someone on Twitter was asking, is it two different actors? But I didn't realise it was the same guy, obviously. And uh, I, I I disliked him intensely both times. Psyche <laughs> I thought might be the worst current character, but now Dennis is coming and taking the crown.
0: Definitely the same actor as far as I can tell from the cast list. Yeah. I like the way Jazza pointed out that the real sign that someone is a massive wrong is if they're a Birmingham City fan.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. Cause when he said he's Celtic and that Dennis, the blues, I was thinking Rangers. Rangers are the light blues, yeah. aren't they? Yeah, but
0: I don't I don't think they would have actually been that um, jovial about a, a Rangers and a Celtic fan having that chat.
1: No, they would have just nutted each other.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Coming from a long line of Celtic fans on my mum's side of the family. They said, I, I should have known better than to trust a Blues supporter. And the Blues are Birmingham City.
1: <laughs> Did you not think, though, that Jazza would have seen Dennis's face in like photos I
0: think it's been quite successfully erased but I was wondering about the chronology of Ed and the Grundys and the Horobins not knowing oh, yeah. who he was I presume they check that out to make sure there isn't a conflict of interest because recently we had, we had some doubts didn't we mm. from one of our listeners thinking that um, Paul had met Justin at the Hunt Ball and therefore oh, yeah. would have known who he was but
1: they're only human these script writers aren't they some of them <laughs> I did think Ed sounded a bit odd did you I think that was meant to be awkwardness. Oh, right. Okay.
0: The scoring
1: system was quite funny, wasn't it? The summer (laughs) hay meadow with foaming head and then it tasted like piss. Um, Yes.
0: I like that bit where Ed went, "Uh, you're going to write that down on your card,
1: Jim? Yeah, (laughs) That was good. Yeah. The Crown Inn scored three out of ten or even two, possibly.
0: I don't know how good the aesthetics are. Of a bunch of men going into pubs with clipboards And continually going to the
1: gents <laughs> Yeah I mean, they're sort of humouring Jim, aren't they With this, they neither of the other two Want to be doing this strange thing Even though the beer tastes awful Ed, Ed just went, it tastes alright to me They don't give a shit, do they, about which pub they're in I got
2: paid to go round All of my locals' competition And take pictures of the menus And try and get the skinny on um, uh, What they were up to It's one of the best days work I've ever done
1: when was that?
2: That's a massive Linda Snell storyline waiting to
0: happen.
1: pre internet, I presume.
2: That's when I lived in uh, uh, West London, and uh, yeah, they just, uh, they, the, they were they, the landlord and landlady had lost time to go and do this, or they, well, they thought they'd be sussed out. So yeah, I was given a, I think it was thirty quid, and I went, I did a tour of all the pubs. They asked me to got a drink in each one and tried to um, chat to the staff and find out, you know, what their plans were. Or, you know, so yeah,
0: it, 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 it. <laughs> did you kind of go in and go a uh, nice pub you got here? It would be a shame <laughs> if uh you know something were to happen to it.
2: <laughs> this is how I used, you know. To be fair, quite a lot of these pubs
0: I was a local in those ones as well. So. <laughs> Timber frame bar that goes up like a tree.
1: <laughs> did you have to make notes, Peter? We did you have a little scorecard thingy? Yeah.
2: It was pre-smart, I want to say it was pre-smartphones being usable as a kind of, you know, quick note-taking device. So I I did have a notepad on me. Um,
1: Brilliant. I think it was,
2: you know, taking pictures was easy. Yeah, that's fantastic. But
1: why? So they're going around these pubs, scoring them, and then they'll only go on the stag do to one of them or on a pub crawl or what? What's happening?
0: I've got the impression it was for one venue unless I misunderstood.
1: Right, so they're having the stag in one pub.
0: Maybe it was meant to be a crawl. It's
1: going to be the bull, isn't it, in the end?
0: They're
2: doing like five or six mini stag do's to try and decide where to do a stag do. Is that basically it?
0: I reckon like a squall will come in and no one will be able to leave Ambridge and Kenton will say to Tracy, oh, for goodness sake, tell him to have his stag here and it'll end up being in the bull, yeah.
1: A squall? Well, like Like a weather... (laughs) Pocahontas. Yeah, that
0: would be good. (laughs)
1: yeah could do it's as likely as anything else that's going on at the moment, isn't it really Well
0: exactly that it was that moment the whole The whole point of bumping into den, Tracy said it's like one of those things you hear in a story that someone made up, and I was like, yeah. hang on, what's happening to my brain yeah
2: <laughs> It would give Freddie and um Elizabeth something else to argue about. They're called Native Americans, mother. no, it's the score I just saw in the
0: village
1: for a sake, oh
0: I tell you what, Freddie cannot <laughs> growl like Chelsea, can he? She needs to give him lessons.
1: I bloody love Freddie still to this day. I think Elizabeth was horrible to him. Really snappy. He was trying to be all optimistic. You know, he went, oh, do you need any help? And she was like, I'm looking at the summer event schedule. And uh, and he's he said, oh, it's, I hope it's going to be nice weather this year. And she she just went... Is that in? Is that it? Have you Have you finished?
0: She's a right landed gentry. C-n. She gets right on my tits, honestly. Mm. And this moment, she's telling Freddie about the trustees. Am I to understand right? Trustees, they are there to protect the assets that Freddie mm. would inherit, right? Isn't that what they do in terms of the national heritage?
2: Viability so of the business, reputation, that kind of stuff, right?
0: Yeah, and he did go a bit teenage tantrum but I really liked that scene later when they were having dinner Mm. and he got up and left because he was a bit pissy and Ben said should I go and talk to him and Lizzie was like no and and David went I'll go (laughs) yes yes because Ben said I'll go and cheer him up and David was like no I'll do it and I was like have you ever done that I know I actually find David objectively funny but
1: (laughs) unintentionally funny
0: yeah yeah. But in terms of like actually cheering um, Freddie up, but I loved the tone of Freddie's voice when they had that chat because he was really down, and yeah. it gave everyone's just been kind of thinking, oh, they're trying to do this woke storyline, etc., about him being PC, but in fact, he gave it full context, which I'd never even thought about, yeah. which is the connection with Blake, which I thought yep. was brilliant.
1: Well, Elizabeth c- has got no time to even listen to her son, has she? She's no. too busy sort of fanning around in that office doing some like half-baked job that she supposedly got that takes up all of her time and it's really exhausting.
0: When the explosion happened and then we were all dying to hear the next episode and it was Freddy trying to pull, who we thought at the time was Gavin. We thought Gavin was in there. We had no idea there was this whole mm. slave storyline going on and a badly burnt Linda. And like, I remember him saying like, come on mate, come on. Like he was really distraught mm. and you know, he went through that, so it does make sense that he has this connection, yeah. and he's making that connection with this painting to what Philip Moss was doing. And I don't. And David's—it's been left with David, doesn't it? He said he's going to have a word, yeah, with Lizzie. How oh, how God. much good that will do? <laughs>
1: How's that going to go? Because when David sat him down outside and was like, uh, "Being a parent is hard. They don't always get stuff right. Don't be too hard on Elizabeth." Oh well. He isn't being hard on Elizabeth, for one thing. And, you know, he started almost lecturing him with, before finding out what on earth was going on really properly for Freddie. How old is Freddie now? I guess he's 21, He's 22. 23, I think. OK.
0: When does he get Lower Loxley? Because it will be his. That was what was hinted at, wasn't it?
1: I think it's when Elizabeth dies, isn't it?
0: Is it? I think I got a feeling he gets it before he's 30.
1: Oh, does he? Because... They were asking this on Twitter and someone had said it's when Elizabeth dies. But it, it might not be
0: right. The Daily Mail is going to do 18 pages on it when he gets control of it. <laughs> He's going to rename the horse, even. It's going to be called Cancelled Crystal. <laughs> is that going to get the bells? Well, it's I it's up to me, isn't it? <laughs> <You're> <laughs> <in talking laughs> you. You I'm not, your I'm not belling myself. Tried that once. <laughs> <laughs> need to remove the vertebrae.
2: <laughs> no one wants to be caught... Um, in their own bells, I think Lizzie's doing the right thing by wanting to add information about the painting and leave it on view. I mean, it's just one man's opinion. I don't want to get into the politics of it mm. at all. You know, we haven't got time for that. That, but but I think it's exactly right what Kerry was saying and what you were saying, Matthew. That it's just the the way she's delivering that information. Mm. I think she she hasn't even tried to have a reasonable conversation about it. And you know, I mean, if you are going to run a stupid feudal anachronistic relic then at least sort of obey the rules he is the little lord of the house mm-hmm. um you know i don't it's not not i don't believe in it but he's the little lord of the house maybe he should be listened to
0: do you want some breaking news go on here we go. arsenal nil southampton 2 get off
2: i <laughs> i've been chuckling to myself all day it's rather pathetic to make yourself laugh right but just the idea of adam o <laughs> and him reconnecting with his irish roots <laughs>
1: Well, when he said, um, "Oh, my sister is interesting and funny, we're going to get along fine," but well, <laughs> yeah. neither of those two no. things are. You cannot be related.
0: No, I mean you know for a absolutely hands down that Paddy that Erin's got that on speakerphone, and Paddy's there going,
1: "I'm dead.
2: Tell him I'm dead." Because <laughs> 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 when
0: um. Someone said, like, did you speak to Erin? I thought he was going to call back and someone else would answer and go, oh, this is, um, this is uh, Owen. I'm sorry, Erin's passed, Adam.
1: <laughs> Yesterday. Yeah, sorry. Because yeah, when Ian said, are you sure it, it isn't a scam? And Adam went, no, you can tell it isn't by what she wrote. She said she was researching her family history and was interested in anyone who might have a connection with Paddy Redmond. <laughs> That's not a scam. Yes. What and, are you a um, f-ing idiot.
0: My name is Paddy Redmond and I am currently stuck in Burkina Faso. Would you be able <laughs> to forward me 10000 American dollars? <laughs> Absolutely. You think Ad- Adam still got access to the um, home farm bank account he oh, siphoned yeah. five grand out of just to pay for the rewiring of the cottage?
1: Yeah.
2: Adam does need a, a um, you know, a, a fake prince to start rinsing money, does he? He can do it all his, off his own back, but it is—it is interesting, isn't it? Because like, um, you know, for every nation, for every nation, for every—I don't know. It's just I've never heard a man who sounds less Irish than Adam Mason. Have
0: you seen Sean Connery and Darby O'Gill and the Little People? <laughs>
2: OK, <laughs> he's the worst actor ever. <laughs> he's an amazing movie star, but he's such a bad actor.
1: Yeah, is he just going to get totally ripped off? Because she's, she's having to come to Ambridge, of course, isn't she? T- to meet him so that he can show her where Paddy used to work and stuff. Um, do you think she'll actually come?
0: Someone did give me a very good uh, synopsis of what happened the last time Paddy was in Ambridge. And he tried oh. to make contact with Adam. And oh. I think Brian ended up going to the bull, giving him short shrift and telling him to sling his hook. And as it happened, I think as he was oh as he was leaving, Adam passed Jenny with Adam. And he didn't say who he was, but just saw him. So Adam doesn't know that he passed him in the street that day.
1: Oh, that's interesting. He's actually seen him.
0: Yeah, I'll try and dig that out and send it to you.
1: How old was Brian? Pa- uh- adam then
0: um i think he was i got the impression he was a teen but i'll have to double check that
1: also it was he was a bit flippant wasn't he when um ian said oh it's a shame that he died two weeks ago and adam sort of went oh well you know what you haven't (laughs) known you haven't missed have you well you were just looking for him for ages on a genealogy site do you want to know him or not they are
0: all behaving strangely aren't they in the wake of Jenna's death. Alice with the will, Adam with tra- tracking down Paddy and then just being like, oh, it's fine, he's dead. Oh, I thought we could have had a week off without mentioning Sorry. Uh, I mean, I, I think Brian's handling it the best, just binning everything and moving into a different place.
2: Cooking lessons. Hang on. Yeah. I, I, I like the very practical, what's the only thing that woman did for me? Right, a couple of lessons, done. <laughs> <laughs> Sorted out.
0: I don't think he's ever forgiven Jenny for pouring that bottle of Rioja down the drain in the back garden (laughs) just because Alice had a drinking problem
1: oh yeah I remember that it was tragic
0: (laughs) well it was a gift that was given to Alice wasn't it before she had opened up about yeah. it and brian in the end was like well we can find no i think brian tried to give it to her and she said no no it's fine and he went okay well your mother and i can find a use for the Ryoka. yeah and the use was to tip it down the drain
1: and it was at that moment he began slowly poisoning jennifer <laughs> <laughs> arsenal have scored by the way
2: so i mentioned dennis and sykesy like you know who was the worst character and and I think for me, actually, forget either of them, it's uh Ben. Oh Ben God. and Bess. Oh,
1: no. Those scenes. Oh my goodness.
2: Yeah. Uh first of all, on behalf of um, all old people, I'm not allowed to swear, but get done, Ben, because it's like, this is a dog. Who wants to pet him? Have you seen a dog before? Look at this roll over, Bess. Oh, no. It's like, my God. I mean, they're you know, they're they're you know, they're in a home, they're not simple well some of them might be but (laughs) for the ones yeah
1: Yeah. I mean, god get away from me like this dog in the lounge people on twitter were saying you wouldn't be allowed to take a dog in anyway
0: wouldn't you i I used to volunteer in an old folks home and people used to come in with a dog and it was real like emotional support people i saw people that were that hadn't really kind of reacted to anything ever would just suddenly get really excited if a dog came in
1: i think what they meant was you can't just sort of rock up with one. You have, it has to, you know, all be okayed and what have you. He just sort of decided. I have the COVID
0: to... scrubbed off its first. <laughs>
1: um, is it that impressive that a dog can roll over and bark? I don't know.
0: No, but I mean, you know, it just makes a change from homes under the hammer.
1: <laughs> yeah, I suppose so. Oh, God. And that so now he's invited Sykesy to Brookfield, hasn't he? He's getting closer and closer to Jill.
2: <laughs> Kerry, we've got the old Ben back.
1: Oh, yeah. That was eerie, wasn't it, from David?
2: And I, th- I thought to myself, I don't remember hating Ben with every fibre of my being before. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think... I don't I, either, either, um, either it's complete character transformation as per normal or I've completely misremembered Ben.
0: To what end is this story that Sykesy goes to Brookfield? There has to be something, yeah. some skeleton in the cupboard. What
1: can it possibly be like, did he used to go with Jill? Is it that? Is he the dad of somebody? Is it that?
0: Um, because he said he used to be a big fella, didn't he? And he used to be really strong, he used to volunteer at farms around there. I reckon, up upper... at. Bridge farm at the end of a tough day he decided to lean back on a massey ferguson while eating a sandwich and it crushed john
1: <laughs> yeah because he he tosses um hail hail, hail? hay bales he tosses- <laughs> uh, uh,
2: he- kerry with your sense of humor don't pause <laughs> after suddenly, that word suddenly,
1: can he tosses hay bales as if they're candy floss and ben sort of went oh i'd like to see that didn't he i was like oh does he got a crush on him there's
0: something strange coming Mm. hopefully sykesy won't ask ben to give his fortune a once over
2: (laughs) so it just holds a mirror up to um the inequity of the village doesn't it sykesy breaks his body on the land and ends up kind of uh mourning his 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 Mm. youth and all of the archers they all just sort of float into their dotage like peggy with loads of money or you know I know Christine's in The Laurels, but still, you imagine it's the penthouse, don't mm,
0: you? His uh, nephew pays for him to be in there, doesn't he? Terry Hodge.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yes, yeah, so I think the script writers have done a good job.
0: His nephew works up at the cooperative, doesn't he? And it, he said that he pays for him to be that He's done well for himself, and that's why he's paid for him to be in there. Where is his immediate family
1: then? Yeah, exactly.
2: Did he have any? Yeah, after Jill turned him down or or you know made made promises to him and then broke them. And here he is, never got over her. She's such a lovely woman, you can understand
1: (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of archers with riches, what about Helen having paella on a Friday night?
0: Yeah, no recession in that house. No. I was expecting Lee to go full Rob and say, actually, I don't like paella.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Did she cook it? She doesn't seem to do anything, Helen, does she? Like Lee's sort of running around doing everything.
0: She did cook it because he was running late with his appointments.
1: Yeah, that's true. Doesn't it take hours and hours to cook and prepare?
0: And... Well, it can be. No, not really. It's just rice, isn't it? I mean, you kind of pre-cook all the bits. My favourite is just like a bit of seafood and a bit of rabbit in there, and it's pretty much like preparing a risotto.
1: Ooh, rabbit.
2: Yeah, I was going to say, isn't it? Isn't it like ratatouille, that if you want to do it, you know, as per the book, you can make it take two hours or you can knock it out in 15 minutes?
1: Like your love making. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But what did you think was going to happen there? Because Helen Mm. was manically laughing about this John Cleese type character, and I thought, and when it went, obviously, it cuts away to Brad and Chelsea. It like ties in with the Den thing. Mm. It goes back to them, and I was like, something's bound to go wrong here. What is it? Is a a pinging message from Rob, or Mm. is it going to be a phone call? Is she going to see something in the guidebook that reminds her of him? I didn't mm. know what it would be. Because with Lee before, it was a song, wasn't it? When she freaked out the first time. yeah, They split up. Uh, it was the song yeah. that was playing when she'd stabbed him.
1: But this time it was the heavy petting on the sofa, wasn't it? That triggered her. Set her off. Uh, and that mask that Lee had on. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Oh, and he, I don't know. She, her head is full of Rob, isn't it? She's pretending she's playing it all down to her family. Meanwhile, like Pat's twitching about CCTV working and the light outside being fixed. And where's Jack? He's disappeared for five seconds. And Helen's like, no, no, no. He'll never be in our lives like he used to be. But he's in her mind.
0: It was a bit weird, wasn't it? The way she
1: went, no, no, it's not you. Let's have a look at the guidebook again. Yeah, <laughs> poor lee he's like uh, okay he i mean he'll know he'll be
0: lovely won't he i'm sure is his lack of geographical knowledge just become a massive frigid turnoff
1: <laughs> you know, he's never heard of height asbury or whatever it's called <laughs> <laughs> it, it's it's weird isn't it because the thought of them two getting it on Lee and Helen to me is really peculiar because neither of them are in any way sort of vibrant sexy people to me.
0: Is this a bit of Borrsesetshire blue for the dads Kerry?
1: <laughs> yeah the kids as well it's like oh one of them was reading one of them had already switched their light off God that's it's never like that when you try to get kids to bed. <laughs> Less
0: than a year ago, Lee was going, blimey, his JBL speaker bangs out, doesn't it? And they were like having raves in mm. the bedroom and never going to bed and smashing up his beloved Marvel figures. How have they suddenly become well behaved?
2: Uh, although, to be fair, it's, it's going to be difficult to sleep with a four foot mural of a spider hanging over your bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jaggedy,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: painted in kind of like, you know, uh, what's it called? Um, creosote left over <laughs> from doing the fence.
0: Didn't Ian and Adam paint over that with primer? Oh, God,
1: yeah. Yeah, they did. Jesus, what was he
0: thinking, Adam?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, but but is it not because, possibly, they, they want to go to bed because they're chatting to Rob via their console?
0: Yeah, it could be. Rob's probably, he's on, like, some Discord channel.
2: Pincushion72. <laughs> <laughs> I play a... Stupid cutesy little kids game, and it was quite impressive how many hoops I had to jump to to be able to be hooked up to play with my mates' kids. And I was kind of like, "Yeah, this is this is actually quite reassuring." Oh, really? Yeah, it's not yeah. Easy. Like I, you needed a, a friend code f- sent via other means to to be able to mm. to talk to the kids. So I, I mean, sorry to be a bit pedantic about it, but I don't think it would be that easy for Rob to just parachute in. I do like the idea of it though. He's there, kind of playing Call mm. of Duty, training them up. <laughs> <laughs> try to turn them into little, <laughs> you know, natural born killers.
0: If we're talking about wrong just to circle back to Den, this idea that he wants to come back and be in the kid's life. And Brad, I quite like that scene with Tracy where he said, you know, Auntie Susan told me that Adam Macy tried to find his dad and he just faked his own death. <laughs> I just thought that was quite touching, but I'm worried about Den's Mm. motivations. And i got this horrible feeling Den might actually take more of a shine to George. And that's going to mess things
1: up. God, really? Mm. No good can come of this, I don't think. And Tracy was very charitable with him, you know, going, oh, he's like, I've turned 50. I've changed my name. I'd like to, you know, make amends because I've missed out. I don't know if you can really easily do that. And I I do worry like Brad and Chelsea have, they're just coming into their own, aren't they? And becoming more well-rounded characters and forging their own little grooves and stuff. And if he messes them up, it's not going to be pretty, is it?
0: I thought that initially about the pregnancy as well. I don't want people coming in and bursting the bubble of this mm. very lovable family unit, but obviously it has yeah. to happen because you can't have a family that just everything trundles along in a soap opera right. and everything goes fine.
1: And having said that, I think I do understand why Chelsea's more like, oh, he's useless. Mum wouldn't have left him if he wasn't useless. But Brad having more of a he he wants a male. He's got Jazza, but you know, like he's probably interested in having his father as a possible role model or someone to connect with
0: yes yeah but I'm I'm with you Kerry this is uh this is not going to go well
1: no he tried to touch Tracy somehow didn't he I don't know if he was just hugging or and she just she had to sort of go and you can stop that and he went oh yeah that's inappropriate yeah
0: I wondered if it was a hug hug or a, a hand on the knee or something like that yeah. And she went nuts at him. And he went, Yeah, yeah, you're right. Inappropriate. Because I got the impression they were sat in a car. Yeah. I got the, yeah, yeah I hope he's not going to start mm. trying to make a play for it again. Yeah, that would be bad. It's your name, Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> it. I mean, it, it, as in the situation. Uh, we got to hear from Chelsea's mate, Tara. We haven't heard from her in a long time. As she said, I haven't seen her in ages. And the last time I think we heard about Tara, that was who she ditched Jake for. After yeah. going to see Jules, because it came up in the quiz with Madeline as the question yes. that I had deemed too difficult, so didn't include. And Madeline knew the answer.
1: She... <laughs>
0: so yeah, I, lo- I like the way that she got a mention again tonight.
1: And she ditched her again, didn't she?
0: Well, Tara ditched her, didn't mm. she? She ditched Jake for Tara last time.
1: All oh, right, yeah. Sorry, sheep, but yeah.
0: Did she call her a dozy mare?
1: I don't...
0: <laughs> Peter, you were right. Let's put an ad in here.
3: Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. So,
2: guys, that would have been the national lottery for me. Um, Hope you enjoyed your ads. (laughs) Kerry is back, and that means that um, Matthew's long stint of doing the social media's all on his own because I am very lazy when it comes to that stuff is over. Kerry, you're back. Have you had a, anything interesting happening on the Twitterverse?
1: Yeah, I missed a couple because of jet lag. But yeah, no, I'm, I dove straight back in and I'm loving it again at the Cider Shed Pod. You'll find us there. We've also had a lovely new five-star review come through from Colette Lye. Woohoo! Yeah. A must listen for Archers fans is the title. This is a perfect weekend listen. I always look forward to it. The Archers is my end of the day guilty pleasure after work and I discovered the cider shed after the trauma of Jenny's passing. So very recently. Um, I've been listening to The Archers for over 10 years and more often than not, find myself agreeing with Kerry, Matthew and Peter. Talking of passing, you don't think Paddy passed because Adam was looking for him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, she's there before
1: us. <laughs> she is. Um, keep up the good work. And I'm looking forward to the Tichner coverage. Actually, it's from Michael. So Colette Lye is the name on the review, but Michael has signed that off. okay thank
0: you peter you massively oversold my attention to the socials because i was so busy myself i barely managed anything on twitter (laughs) (laughs) and i did very little on instagram but i'm going to try and do more so we're on instagram at the cider shed pod the same as our twitter account uh i wanted to say thank you because i didn't say last week we have two new patrons we have lucy who is a content creator herself a novelist she's uh joined up to the patreon and um Andrew Mar- Marchetti or Marchetti? I, know, I think it's Marchetti, isn't it? He's a new Patreon too. Thanks so much to him. Yeah, thanks to all the patrons for helping us out. It really means a lot. Thank you. Very, thank you very much. And just to say as well, we have a Facebook group and that's called the Cider Shed Podcast.
1: Can I just ask one thing as well? Why was Pat cooking a chaffinch? <laughs> I
0: and mean, is it a euphemism?
1: <laughs> no, she was going on about a chaffinch and then said, um, I've, I've got something special in the oven for Tony for later
0: chaffinch is very small are they (laughs) do you think if you're part of uh,
2: an established couple you should be able to um cook a chaffinch in front of the other person or do you think that's something you go to the bathroom to do on your own
1: (laughs) i'd rather eat a chaffinch than helen's paella i think
2: yeah i mean anything from that family bloody hell you know I mean this onwards and upwards because this week has um I've been quite polite about it, but um if for those of the for those of you who've made it all the way through to the end, I thought it was absolute donkey plops this week. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> onwards <laughs> and upwards. Let's hope it's a little bit better next week. Uh, I don't mean I don't mean our podcast i mean the bloody archers
1: yeah i (laughs) know of
2: course well you sounded shocked i don't know will you listen to the same thing my god anyway
1: no no it's just funny that you said donkey plops that's what i was laughing matthew always says swearing downs
2: (laughs) yeah i do have a i do have a a, uh a limited vocabulary of childish swear word alternatives donkey plops is on the on the roster uh yeah so um have a lovely week everyone kerry it's amazing to have you back and matthew have a fantastic move Uh, I know you've sort of like you're halfway you're sort of moving in 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 drips and drabs but is this the week where it finally happens
0: no it's not the week where it finally happens Um, at the moment it's just meeting people and pointing at things and saying can you do that at the moment so that's Mm. where we're at It's the
2: hemorrhaging money phase lovely good fun
0: yeah yeah that's exactly it yeah patreon.com forward slash (laughs) the (laughs) cider (laughs) shed Have fun everyone.
1: Well I'm off to watch Arsenal now, so see you next week. Or when oh, the Saints Well oh, Matthew. That's it. Hello.
3: Ooh, rabbit.